0: The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. The other night, three girls from Poland appeared in my front yard. One of the girls asked me how I was doing in Norwegian. I assumed from that that she spoke Norwegian and chattered at her for quite some time, but I think that was about all she could say. But I remember that back in nineteen sixty, after I had moved in with my aunt in Sweden and we had struggled to communicate for a week, you know, not being able to speak the other one's language, she said to me, "You know, Robert, I can speak perfect English," because that was all she could say in English but I assumed that it was true. I've learned to say a few sentences in a dozen or so languages. Now, at 79 years of age, I wonder why I never bothered to learn how to buy food and extend greetings in a dozen or two dozen languages more. Only knowing a few sentences in another person's language goes a long way. Do you remember the most important phrase to say in any language? My friend will pay. Bucky Pizzarelli here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. As you well know, peer pressure is responsible for much of the sickness in America today. Kids smoke because their parents or friends smoke. Vain people lie out in the sun because, well, some of their ignorant or malicious friends tell them how good they look when their skin is brown. Years later, they have part of their nose removed, as I did, or have skin cancer on other parts of their once magnificent bodies. We have also been told by our friends and corporate America that we must have white teeth because white teeth are pretty. And this is the topic of our discussion today. What do you think? Are white teeth any healthier than gray teeth? Years and years ago I read something about some natives somewhere perhaps it was perhaps it was people who live in the amazon jungle and these people had discolored teeth because of their diet did you know that some of the healthiest people you know have gray teeth because they have stained them i suspect it's from drinking gallons of healthy juices from raw vegetables or perhaps they've continually brushed with some kind of organic toothpaste. I don't know, you tell me, but they have gray teeth. Have you noticed that some of your friends who eat nothing but the most helpful organic foods have gray teeth? And have you ever given this any thought? And if you have, why didn't you call my attention to it years ago? I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. If you had not noticed this gray teeth phenomenon before, within a week, you certainly will. And when you suddenly notice that your friend has gray teeth, you'll probably, well, you'll probably have to think to yourself, (laughs) there's a healthy so-and-so who's going to outlive me by 20 or so years. Father Hines, No Greater Love, do 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 here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. With any luck at all, you know, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite radio station. Thank you for listening. And here is a letter from Harold in Hope, who used to work with me at Paul Devine's Navigator Motel in Rockland. When I asked Harold... You might remember this story. When I asked Harold how he could remember me after 28 years, he said, Well, Humble, you used to hang your underwear up to dry in the lobby. (laughs) And Harold says, It came to my attention, via last Thursday's Camden Herald, that a stone wall was stolen from the home of the late columnist Ali Clark. Early in the summer, there were 130 student-raised American chestnut seedlings stolen from Mount View High School. Well, aside from the sad commentary about contemporary society these examples might bring to mind, let us not forget that a stone wall is quite heavy and that tree seedlings require planting and digging. Think about this, is it not possible that the state of Maine is the home of the hardest working thieves in America today? thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. The more I read, the more I read, the more I wonder how our country will be viewed by historians a hundred years from now. If you're a public figure, you can't even blow your nose but what everyone knows the date you did it and why you did it. My friends send me websites that tell us what's what's going on in the world. I know that you read them, and from time to time, I actually get a chance to look at some of them, too. And what I read is so bizarre that I have to laugh. I think some of this stuff is funny. It's so, it's so far out. Money, Money, of course, runs everything, and everybody knows that. So if you've been on the board in some large company, you are in that pool of people who are tapped for another responsible position in the government. And when you get that responsible position in the government, you well you really expect people to conveniently forget that the little so-called rogue nations you now consider dangerous got to be dangerous only because 20 or 30 years ago you and your friends got rich. Selling them machinery, military supplies, or technology. Now, I'm not a sociologist, and I, I'm not a historian, so I don't know if this is something new or if people have always been doing it. But do you ever remember hearing that 20 years before the Battle of Little Big Horn, Custer was selling guns and ammunition to his good buddy, Sitting Bull, peterson here on the humble farmer where with any luck at all you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time we're right here on your favorite radio station thank you for listening i am the humble farmer at gmail.com of course i would love to hear from you and speaking of not speaking of not being able to blow your nose without everyone knowing about it is not that just about what's happening in stores and businesses and homes all across the country nowadays. You know that they have cameras that can record your child and the nanny. And for years, we've enjoyed watching store videos of masked men jumping over counters or dragging off some unfortunate citizen. I saw a state-of-the-art surveillance system the other day that gave me, listen to this, On one big screen, 16 views of one boarding home that was 100 miles away. Can you imagine such a thing? On this one screen, you could see the workers pushing medication wagons down the corridors and someone working in a kitchen. There was a camera that recorded you coming in the front door and one that watched you having a smoke by the back door. And now that I think of it, we heard talk a while back about football players and baseball players. You know that football, excuse me, you know that football players and baseball players now have to think twice before scratching an itch in some places or rearranging anything. And and of course the camera on the dash of the police cruiser or even in your car while you're a teenager, is out for a drive, well, it's now taken for granted. Seems there was was some stink raised when someone set up a camera in a store window in Camden because they said that then burglars could see you on the street and know that you were not at home. You might know that if you litter in some towns, a voice will tell you, go back and pick up your mess. But anyway, are all these cameras a good thing? I don't know, but I do know that I saw that surveillance system in that nursing home. And I do know that the next time one of the employees in that nursing home sneaks off with a frozen turkey, it is their goose that is going to be cooked. Me on the Humble Farm. As you might know I've added eight new yes, yes. I have added eight new photovoltaic panels to the twenty two I already have on the hen house. We can get along nicely with twenty panels, but it's nicer to have thirty. Instead of paying eight hundred dollars or so for electricity every year, we only pay a hundred and thirty or so dollars a year for electricity because well, we generate our own electricity right here on the farm with rays from the sun. It took me five weeks to build the rack to hold those eight panels because I'm old, I'm feeble, I'm slow and I have so many distractions, radio, television, writing for the paper. But now, and bed and breakfast, guests, yes, and you coming to visit. But now, five weeks later, the wooden rack is up, the panels are in place, I pulled the Rack up with a come-along. Because if you have tools, no matter how old you are, you can do this stuff yourself. I bolted the top to the hen house. I fastened down the bottom. I had a little aluminum angle-iron things that I screwed together with stainless steel screws. Some of the wood I sawed out. In 1992, I sawed out some of this wood myself from my own spruce trees right on my own farm. The hardware, I got some of the hardware on the town dump. Laurie, who was a bed and breakfast guest, helped me lift the rack up onto the bottom support post, and then Timmy Polkey, my neighbors Timmy Pulkey, Randy Elwell, helped me slide it up to within a foot of where it is and, uh, for where it is now, get it almost at the top. They slid it up a ladder. And, as I said, the panels are now all set to be activated. And, of course, there were last-minute snags. One always hits snags one of the new main support rafters stuck out to a point and it hit the old roof rafter in the henhouse. Of course, I could have sawed off the new tip easily before I hauled it up there, but doing it by hand while hanging out of a second-story window in a henhouse, well, it was a bother and kind of dangerous for an old man. You know, if it hadn't been rotten and dropped off, I'd probably still be up there chipping away at it. The of her Desmond, of course, I saw you last night and got that old feeling. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer with any luck at all. I'm right here on your favorite radio station every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. Thank you for listening. You have heard me say, oh, so many times, so many times you have heard me say that I could never afford to have children and that at 70 years of age had to learn about grandchildren, starting from scratch. Listen to this. Without even one hour of grampy experience to fall back on, my wife Marsha, the almost perfect woman, placed one of her grandchildren, valuable grandchild, imagine this, she placed a valuable grandchild under my care for an hour. I was alone with this child for an hour. You can believe I was scared. The child, Ava Lane, could not talk. What could I do if the child wanted something, and how would I know what it was she wanted? Well, you can well believe that I learned something from this unique experience. The child went into my library and peeled the dust jackets off some art in America books, and and she ate them. I couldn't believe it. The child ate paper. How, I wondered, could any child cultivate a taste for paper? But then I remembered that earlier in the day I had seen her mother feed her an artichoke, Oh, oh, Leaping in as he always does In case you tuned in late Why do I play Things that sound good It's because For years and years and years I was a jazz Bass player in an earlier life I played for dances To get myself through undergraduate school Playing at the Blue Goose In Belfast, Maine Every Saturday night The Lady of the Lake when i went to the university of rochester i had the house band got to play with the best guys the eastman not because they hired me but cuz because, because i had the band and i hired them ha 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 that's the way to do it later i played jazz concerts across the country with some very good friends i was the weak link in the band but i was still there anyway this is why i've done it i've had this program on the radio for 37, 38 years now. I do not play anything for you that I cannot play myself. I could not at one time play myself. I do not play anything for you unless I can hear the chord progressions myself. If I can't hear the chord progressions, if I can't follow the changes, I do not play it for you. So if you want to stretch, you will have to go somewhere else because this is pretty standard stuff. Do I occasionally slip up? Yes, my equipment is old. Sometimes I push the wrong button. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes I accidentally push the wrong button. With that said, thank you for listening. In case I don't have time, I'll thank you now for listening. I am the humble farmer at gmail at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Is it chopped, as in chopped liver, or shopped, as in chopped at the store? Is it chopped or shopped? For years, listen to this, for years I labored under the impression that the word was photo-chopped. Doesn't photo-chopped make sense? Think about this, because you'd chop one picture and paste it on another. And when one of my friends used the word photoshopped in a Facebook page, I made fun of her in my ignorance. I made fun of it. In my ignorance, I made fun of it because I thought the word was photo chopped. I can't spell. And because I'm deaf, both words, photoshopped and photo chopped, both of those words sound just the same to me. Anyway, the other day, after I found out about this, a lawyer whose grandmother taught at MIT and her PhD husband from Harvard set me. St- straight on this photoshopped, photo-chopped situation. I wanted to know about it, I, so I made a point to ask them. Why did I ask them? Why did I get such authority? You know as well as I do. When you have believed something that is not true for years and years, it takes an awful lot of authority to make you change your mind.
1: An Angel divine, but you know it and you show it. Your skin, I would love to touch, but I'm never gonna do it. It costs too much, so how can you look so good? Still be stuck on bad, evil mama. Still be.
0: had some social significance years ago i forget now what it was no time to deliver up this last rant rant on how to send a picture with a ipad because we're running out of time so i'll just thank you again for listening to the humble farmer with any luck at all i should be here next week at this time right here on your favorite radio station playing old-fashioned music just for you I am the humble farmer at gmail.com cause I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening